This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 483, Why We Overplan, by Leo Babauta of zenhabits.net, and I'm Justin Mollock. Happy Friday, and welcome to Optimal Living Daily, a podcast with the crazy vision of bringing hundreds of blogs to audio for free, and sometimes even books. As for blogs, I currently read from a bunch of different personal development and minimalism blogs like The Minimalist, Mark and Angel, Derek Sivers, Steve Pavlina, James Clear, and our author today, the very popular Leo Babauta of Zen Habits. And really quickly, unlike yesterday, I recently joined Patreon, so if you want ad-free versions of this show, personalized videos from me, and more, come by oldpodcast.com slash help to help keep this podcast going. But for now, let's hear today's post, inspired by a question in our Facebook group from Marion in Germany, as we optimize your life. Why We Overplan by Leo Babauta of zenhabits.net. Quote, A good traveler has no fixed plans and is not intent on arriving. Lao Tzu. There's something about my mind and many people's minds that is overly optimistic. We think we can do so much each day and so we overplan. We fill our plans with so much, confident we can do it all, ignoring the evidence of the past when most plans didn't get done and most things didn't get crossed off as hoped. We believe that, sure, we might have failed to meet our expectations in the past, but this time will be different. This time we will do better. This time we will be disciplined and productive and get more done. Yes, that's an excellent plan. Let me know how that works out. Hint, it never works out for me. I'll give you a good recent example. What I learned on vacation. As I said in a previous blog post, my family and I recently went on a short vacation to sunny and sublime San Diego for four days. As usual, I had lots of goals and expectations. I can't seem to help it. I bought a book, The Girl Who Kicked the Hornet's Nest, and planned to finish it in just over four days of vacation, which meant about 150 pages per day. No problem. I brought a yoga DVD, planning on doing yoga every morning as the kids slept in. I thought I could do some beach running every morning too, as we were staying a block from the beach. I had lots of work I thought I could get done too. And of course, we were going to walk around and explore San Diego all day, hang out at the beach for hours, and eat at lots of restaurants. Guess how much of that got done? I did read a fair amount, but only about half the book. I didn't even open the plastic wrapping on the yoga DVDs. I did almost no work. I ran for maybe 10 minutes at the beach once. We did a lot of walking, exploring, and eating, and hung out at the beach a fair amount, but little else. I overplanned. I was overly optimistic. I had lots of goals and expectations. Yes, I've been mostly going without goals for a while now, but I slip into my old habits frequently. Not overplanning in real life. Sure, many experienced travelers know that I made a basic traveling mistake. Overplanning is common among travelers, and the best of us plan very little on most trips. I know this and usually follow that advice. I guess those plans were subconscious plans and goals that my mind was making without me really trying. It was only during the middle of the trip that I realized I'd had high expectations of myself for the trip and had set goals without realizing it. But here's the thing. Travelers know we should travel without goals and too many plans, but what about in the rest of our lives? Most people who travel with few plans and goals ignore this wisdom in regular daily life. In our daily personal and work lives, we overload ourselves and overplan. We are overly optimistic about what we can do despite past evidence. We set too many goals and have too high expectations. Here's what I've learned from my vacation and the last couple of years that can help with overplanning and goal setting in our daily lives. Number one, leave plans to a minimum. That's not to say you won't do anything, but plan as little as possible. 
Most of what you might plan won't get done anyway. Why create a fiction? Leave wide open blocks with few scheduled appointments when possible. Number two, learn to act fluidly. If your day is mostly wide open, how do you fill it? Flexibly. You don't have plans or goals, but know how to pick your priorities fluidly in the moment. At this moment, what is the thing you're most excited about? What is the most important thing you can do? What can you do that will change your life the most? This is a skill that you learn by practice, but planning ahead what you should do makes no sense when the landscape is changing constantly. Number three, we are not walking a path, but surfing a sea. Most people look at goal setting as picking a destination, then figuring out a path to get there. That assumes you're walking on land that will change very little, and that while you will have unforeseen obstacles, you'll be on stable ground and the destination won't move. That's not at all true. Life is more like the sea, ever-changing with no fixed paths or destinations, with swells and currents and waves that change everything at every moment. The ultimate skill then isn't setting a destination, goal, or a path, plan, but surfing. In surfing, you take whatever waves come, learn to judge the waves as they come, learn to ride the wave as it changes, not as you planned. It's going with the flow, literally, and changing what you do depending on how the flow changes. Number four, your plans might fall apart, but life will be greater for it. While nothing went as I'd apparently hoped it would on our trip, I was completely happy. We still filled our days with exploring and trying new things and play. And living in the moment meant I didn't care that I didn't get the work done or do the yoga or accomplish the massive amounts of reading I'd hoped. Life changes things. And it's when we cling to our goals and plans that we are unhappy or stressed. When we learn to surf the wave as it comes, we can be very happy no matter what comes. You just listened to the post titled Why We Overplan by Leo Babauta of zenhabits.net. We've heard from a lot of amazing people on this podcast, but if you're like me, you wanna go deeper. So where can you go to learn from the most remarkable people? That's Masterclass. Masterclass offers unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with over 180 world-class instructors plus every new membership comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, so there's no risk. There are over 200 classes to pick from with new classes added every month, like John Kabat-Zinn's. He's a mindfulness expert who teaches you how to incorporate meditation into your everyday life. I've loved his class. It's really helped me to hone my meditation skills, especially when I'm out and experience stressful situations and don't have the time or space to have a proper meditation session. I feel that thanks to his class, I've really been able to stay more composed no matter what's happening. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com old. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com old. Masterclass.com old. And again, that was inspired because of a question in our Facebook group. That's the Optimal Living Daily Podcast Facebook group. And Jessica had a great response in there. I'll just read it. She said, I find it hard to manage my time and also just feel that my days should be full, so find it difficult to cut things out. One tactic is to think about each new opportunity that comes into your life and decide whether you have a heck yes response to it or not. And she goes on, but that reminded me of episode 44, way back when, over a year ago I recorded that, and includes some of my band's music at the end of that episode is the very first episode featuring Derek Sivers who wrote a post about exactly what Jessica said there, so you can check that out. It just might sound weird because that was over 400 episodes ago. 
And one last time, really quick, you can have ad-free and promo-free episodes of this show. For example, this section right here will be cut out and you can get handwritten love letters. Okay, not love letters, but cards and even personalized videos if you're a monthly contributor to keep this podcast alive. Just come by oldpodcast.com slash help to learn more and to see my goals and to see why I'm asking for help. Again, that's oldpodcast.com slash help. And I'll do it for the Friday episode. Thank you for being here and subscribing to the show. Have a great start to your weekend and I'll see you tomorrow where your optimal life awaits. Hey, this is Dan from the Optimal Finance Daily Podcast, which is a lot like this show, except more focused on personal finance. Justin handpicks the best posts he can find from blogs and authors like Ramit Sethi, Mr. Money Mustache, and more, and I read them to you five days a week. So if you enjoy this podcast, come on over and subscribe to Optimal Finance Daily too. And together, we'll optimize your financial life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.